Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we're on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you are local, you will dial 702-650-5588 to join in on our discussion today. If you have a prayer report or prayer request, we'd love to hear from you. Again, locally, that number would be 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. I say again, 800 366 we are being streamed live from KKVV's website. That's video and audio at www.kkvv.com. I want everybody to wave, say hello, God bless you. Hey. They can see you on the internet, I promise. <laughs> Again, we are also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website, and our website is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of the previous broadcasts, we encourage you, we invite you, and it's no charge. Please go to www.savethelostlv.org, select the date that you'd like to listen to. The Holy Spirit is on the mic. I'm telling you, it will bless you tremendously. Additionally, we are archived at iTunes. So if you have an Apple device, you can catch us on iTunes, please. Again, the gospel is always free on our watch. If you have a cell phone, which I know most of you do, and even if you don't, you have access to somebody's phone, you're probably looking at their phone right now. So I want to let you know that you can listen to KKVV on your cell phone or someone else's handy-dandy cell phone. Just make sure you give it back if it's not yours, okay? And that number would be one five six three nine nine nine. 3194. The one because it's a long distance call, but most of us have unlimited calling, so it wouldn't be a problem. It only works in the United States. Again, that cell phone number would be 563-999-3194. I did that all in about one or two breaths. I'm getting pretty good. I'm around my family, so I'm excited. (laughs) So thank you. I have some wonderful people in studio with me. God has given me a great assignment, a tremendous assignment. You know, every time he gives me this assignment, I tell you, it puts me on my knees. It humbles me even more than you can imagine because it has eternal consequences. It has legal consequences. And for him to even choose me to do this, John and Vivian, you have no idea. When I got the call from Vivian, you know, I would, yes, you know, my whole soul, everything says yes. Uh, I love uh, Vivian to death. I love John equally to death. And I have just seen them grow. I, I know them socially. You know, I know them in the war that we fight every day for souls. You know, I know them as men and women who are dedicated to God and are, who are transparent. 
and who God has touched mightily, has resurrected them, has blessed them, has breathed on them, has let them know personally and individually and collectively that they are a part of his plan and his purpose. You have no idea, John and Vivian, how special this event is to me. And believe it or not, I got a lot of invitations for June the 1st to go to graduations, and I was happy to tell them, I am officiating a wedding and I cannot go, but I will send a gift. (laughs) So you have no idea. And it's the day before my birthday, too. I said, God, what a wonderful birthday present. You have no idea. I am just excited, excited, excited. I don't know if y'all are going to be happy at the altar, but I am just going to be overjoyed. Well, you, you make me feel blessed. So I just want you to know how excited I am for this assignment. So we are talking about marriage today. If you haven't figured it out, and John, I'd like you to introduce yourself. So I want people to know that you're not being held hostage. You came here by your own volition. And then Vivian, I'd like for you to introduce yourself and we will get on with the discussion. John? Are we doing first and last? Well, the thing is, whatever the spirit puts on your heart, John. Well, my name is John Stafford and I'm a local resident of Las Vegas. I work uh, as a customs mechanic here and um, I'm a uh, firm believer in our Lord and um, am very excited for my upcoming wedding to uh, Miss Vivian. And she said yes. <laughs> I want you to know Vivian wasn't forced. She is doing this. There's no bun in the oven. There's no shotgun wedding. This is something that they want to do. Nothing wrong with the other ones, but, you know, they just take a whole lot of work, right? Right. All righty. Yeah, hi, I'm Vivian Betts, and um, I'm definitely a high believer as my higher power is God, as I understand him. I have a really been blessed with being able to have a strong relationship with him and he has definitely directed me to the right person for my life took a lot of work to get there but i just put my faith in him and i'm grateful to be here today amen well you know i am so excited uh i do a bible study on tuesday nights at tony's house and that's how i was able to meet vivian and subsequently vivian introduced me to her wonderful son that would be little john that's big john over there and then uh, I started meeting Big John and fellowshipping with him and just really having some wonderful times and some experiences. Uh, and when you see this type of home uh, and what it represents, there are miracle signs and wonders there. God is on the throne. He is ruling. It is just truly tremendous to be uh, in the missionary work of recovery. Amen. Amen. Uh, I mean, you think the hospital is busy. <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> the mission of recovery, I say, will rival any emergency room on any given day. It's sad. And, I mean, some of it, but it's beautiful on the other side. But the thing is, is just to be a frontline soldier, to be able to be a mm. nurse, you know, in the sick room, to be a, a minister, a servant, you know mm. what I mean? And have no formal training, but the love of the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart and speaking into these people's lives, you know what I mean? And the very breath leaving you because some of them you can so identify with, you know what I mean? And so you're laying your body on them and you're like, come back to me, you know, come back to me. I mean, it, you have no idea. I, I really, really encourage people to do what you love to serve the Lord. And I love helping people. I've always loved weddings since I was a child. Absolutely love them. And, you know, this is just what it's about to me. Uh, just being there to, to honor God, to, to stand 
uh, with him and to see this this miracle. Amen. Now, you know, the thing is, is that since uh, 2015, I want to say the Supreme Court uh, deemed that, you know, marriage could happen between the same sex and States have started doing that. Uh, Nevada recently added to their uh, marriage certificate. You'll see where, you know, same gender person can actually be added to a marriage certificate. But what we're talking about today is what God deemed marriage to be. Mm. And so the thing is, is that a lot of people will say, well, I'm married, I'm this and I'm that. Well, my whole thing is if you're a believer, if you're leaning towards the Lord Jesus Christ, if you want to have a three braided marriage, that would mean the man and the wife and God. God. That represents the three braids. So, John, I want you to go to your Bible. And I sent you and Vivian something uh, prior to you coming on the air. And I want you to read it. And I want you to know that God put this on my heart. There's a lot of things in the Bible that talk about marriage and love and things of that nature. But this is something you really, really need to get into your spirit before you make the commitment. You know, your day is coming up uh, this coming week. So this is something you really, really need to get uh, ingrained in your in your heart and in your being. So, John, I need you to go to the book of Ecclesiastes and you're going to read uh, chapter four, verse 12. Again, we're going to the book of Ecclesiastes. And when we do the radio broadcast here the listeners would like to know what version you're reading from so that they can follow along if they have a different version at least we have the same address okay man of god so ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 12 vivian it's all right to help your man out (laughs) he knows where he's going okay so so i I, I want you to know that it's, it's okay because soon, you know, the two of you are going to become one flesh. Amen? Amen. So Amen. I, I, I want you to know, what, well, honey, you embarrassed me. You, you, you were taking too long. No. Chapter 4, verse what? 12. 12. There we okay, go. and tell oh, me okay. what the Word of God says. And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and threefold cord is not quickly broken. Wow. You see that? Yes. See, so even you can get tired and even you can get tired. But when we're dealing with, it says, a three-strand cord, it's not easily broken because that's God in there. Amen? Amen. So I want you to understand that. Get that in your spirit so that we understand that. So let's go to Genesis. Let's start looking about marriage. Amen? Amen. Because we need to know what the definition of marriage is as far as what God has says that it is. Because like I said, other people have different definitions. So we are going to go to Genesis chapter 2. And we're going to look at verse uh, 24 and 25. And we're going to have... Uh, Vivian read this time, John, but stay with her because I want uh, you to look in her eyes and her to look in your eyes. So like, honey, I know you were reading that right. <laughs> this is important. And, and read it, you know, with feeling because this is important. You know, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is bearing witness to this, John and Vivian. And we have litner, uh, listeners who are the witnesses. You know, when we uh, perform, excuse me, when I officiate, because it's not a performance, you know, this will go on for life. So, you know, thank you for correcting me, Holy Spirit. When I officiate this uh, coming week, the thing is that we have to understand witnesses are there to bear witness to God's glory, his honor, his power, his covenant. 
And so this is important because we have listeners that are bearing witness to this going forth. Amen. Amen. So it's important that we say it like we mean it. We go boldly before the throne. This is his word. God is obedient to his word and he acts upon his word. And he does. Yes, he so does. I want you to know, don't go mealy mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is his word. You should feel, you know, uh, the power that resonates in him that is being put down into you. And so let's get connected to the power source. Amen? Right. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're in Genesis chapter 2. We're going to read verses 24, 25. Uh, John, what version were you reading out of when we went to Ecclesiastes? Uh, this is the uh, King James Version, yeah. Okay, so you were the... Uh, King James Version, all right? Correct. All right, and what version are you reading? I'm reading from the New King James Version. I have the New King James. We we are in good company. Amen? Okay. Amen. Okay, Genesis chapter 2, verses 24, 25, and you're in the New King James Version. Yes. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. It's important that we see that you will leave your father and your mother and you will join your wife. See, this is your wife that you chose. I want you to know that you recognize that woman. I recognize her. Okay, I want you to know. And it says you're going to become one flesh. It's wonderful that we also have to understand that when God looked upon Adam and he saw him in the garden And he said it's not good for Adam, you know, to be alone. So he put Adam in a deep sleep. He performed the first surgery without any scars. You know, we're always concerned about our scars. Mm, You should be happy about your scars because it wasn't your time to go. Mm. So tell people to fall in love with the scars. I'm not going to charge you for that nugget. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love my scars because it means that it wasn't my time to go. Mm. So it's my reminder that God was with me at that particular time. Mm. And those who had other plans on the operating table, Mm. no, not today. (laughs) This woman is going to get up and she's going to walk back and do what I called her to do. So I'm very thankful. You know what I mean? I bear my scars. So it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Understand your scars are a reminder to you. That should be your personal testimony that you had an encounter with God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay, so mm-hmm. don't forget it. I'm not telling you to go get scarred up. I'm not telling you to run across the, the 15 here. And I've been say working I, hard not said to. I took on a truck because I needed a fresh testimony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we don't want to be foolish. Right? Right. 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 But should you find yourself to where something happens and God says that you're still here, just know that it was him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, so... Again, the first surgery in a deep sleep. And then when Adam awakes, he sees Eve. And he knows instantly that that's his wife. You know, like bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Amen. 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 Okay, so when you talk about one flesh, the woman was actually created out of Adam's rib. This is actually physical Mm -hmm. and supernatural. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to understand that. Now, all the animals were there bearing witness. And a lot of people say, well, I'm part uh, reptile or I'm part pterodactyl or I'm part <laughs> lion. No, humans are not grafted with animals, fish, fowl, plants, no matter how they think that they're walking through the forest and they're just communing with nature. You, as a woman, were taken out of a man's rib cage 
And truly, it doesn't get any closer than that. This is the first marriage. This is how it was ordained by God, that you would be one flesh. If God said you one flesh, you're one flesh. Amen. So that's how it has to be. Now, if he's leaving his mama and daddy, you got to leave your mama and daddy too. Right. And you guys have to operate as one on a united front. When you look at the ring that will be going on your finger as a symbol of your love, it has no break in it. True. Amen. It's made of a precious metal for its endurance. And it's not something that can just be found common. They got to work to get gold. Now, I don't know what you're putting on her finger. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> persuade you any type of way. But I'm just saying that's what it symbolizes, that there's never a break and that the material that it's made out of had to go through something in order to get it, in order for it to be crafted for your particular finger as your symbol. That's the physical. But we already know what happened in the supernatural in one flesh. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay, so when we read Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 12, this is what it's talking about. So there are other type of marriages that are out there. But if you want this type of marriage, mm. oh, you got to be in relationship. That's right. And it's not just looking good on the dance floor. Look at my baby. She sure look good, does she? <laughs> no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about something divine, something eternal. This is what God has set up. Now, you have to understand, this is before Adam and Eve sinned. So this is the way it was always supposed to be. Mm. See, God is performing his covenant. Didn't I tell you he would keep his part? He would do what he's supposed to do, whether you don't, whether you perform or not mm. Amen. in your relationship, whether you keep your promises or vows or not. He's not a man that he would lie, nor is he a sinner that he would need to repent. So you have to understand this is what he set up. Right. And he says, you know, try him in it. Try him in it. So understand how important you are to one another and what that one flesh means. Because it's not the romantic sense. The romantic sense, it only lasts for a little while. Or maybe, honey, I have a headache. You know, men say that too, Vivian. I want you to know. If John say he has a headache, he has a headache. I don't hear it. Okay, so don't pressure him. They say, honey, is there anything I can do to help you feel better? Right. Can I get you some Advil? Right. Can I get a rain check? I had something else on my mind. Right. But I, I want you to know that. You should anticipate each other's needs. You should be that close that you should know when something is going on. Okay. God was so concerned about Adam that he said he looked down on him. He said it wasn't good for him to be alone. So the thing is, is that he created something for Adam and his heart was moved. Can you imagine God's heart being so moved that he created this woman? Eve's name is mother of all living things. Honey, that's your Eve right there. Mm. And Amen. I don't care if she get a little gray. I don't <laughs> care if the size changes a little bit because, you know, things happen over here too. Yeah. That's still your Eve. Yes, ma'am. See, my tree that I like is still my tree just because it gets a little bit naughty, just because the leaves don't come back as fast as they used to. 
or it may get something wrong with it. And, you know, we need a tree surgeon out there to put a little healing on it. Mm. Still my tree. My tree. So I want you to know, even though looks may change, this wasn't a look situation. This was a heart condition because Amen. it happened from the inside. It didn't happen from the outside. That's right. That's Adam right. was opened up and his rib was taken out. It had nothing to do with what was going on on the outside. So, you know, she always looks good, John. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. I'm just giving you some advice. That's my huh. gift, mind you. All right. <laughs> and same for him. He looked good. But I'm looking kind of, are you looking good? <laughs> you speak that thing into existence. You understand? Always, every day okay so i need you to guys to get that in your system is everybody clear on that yes amen all right so now let's go to the new testament a lot of people say well that's the old testament i like we're going to go to the new testament so we're going to go to matthew 19 and we're going to look at verses 4 through 6 we're going to go back to john vivian if it's okay may i ask john to read of course okay you make sure people get permission to do things with your man you know because i need john wait a minute did you clear that with her 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 being miss vivian (laughs) amen so you know people have to get clearance you know what i mean to do things to ask your spouse to do things or to ask you to do things you know what i mean let me clear with my wife absolutely i I need you guys Mm -hmm. to understand that that's not a problem people say well you henpeck you can't make a decision no i need to be happy see because i don't like my couch like you like your couch right So I, I want you to not to take advice from folks that's more jacked up, folks that have had many wives or many husbands, or, you know, they changing uh, relationships like when the cereal box is out. It don't take long for the cereal box. Right. You know, in the weekend, you can wipe out the cereal box. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So you got to be careful who you're taking advice from. Right. New phones and, around the corner. And, and remember, God is in this marriage. Amen? Amen. So God doesn't listen to fools. He don't take commands from demons and devils. I want you to know that. So some advice is just not going to resonate with your spirit because God has created this and God has ordained this. And if I'm doing it, I'm definitely bringing the Lord Jesus Christ into it because y'all not going to have me up there when it's my time to give an account for what were you doing down there? I told him, Jesus. And Jesus, let's play the tape. That's right, you told him. Now, what about this other thing? Well, God, yes, I did that. But I got this one right. Amen. So, you know, you have to understand the person who God has elected to do this, we have a responsibility as well. It's important. So this is why I wanted you guys to have some history here. So in case things may go a little bit to where they have a disagreement, let's put on that. You know, remember when we did that, babe? We came onto the radio station. Let's play that. (laughs) Josh listening to the CD again. He has me, wants me to listen to something. But you know what? That would be a beautiful thing because that brings you back. You know what I mean? To what you committed to. Amen. Amen. And that the Holy Spirit bear witness to. And then we have our listening audience. So we're in Matthew 19 and John is going to read verses four through six. Amen. 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 And he answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that he which made them in the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, 
and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherever they are so more twain, but one flesh, what therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. I told you that's what's going to be said. Now, that is the King James Version. I want you to read uh, the New King James Version, the same uh, verses. We're in Matthew 19, verses 4 through 6, please. And he who answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let no man separate. Amen. So uh, I want to explain that, but going back to when we were uh, in verses 24 and 25, uh, chapter 2 of Genesis, this thing that we have to understand, this marriage, this covenant, is forever. Amen. It Divorce doesn't even enter into the picture. Why would God divorce his child? I believe that. So... God is not going to divorce his children when he brings them together. When he showed you, John, I spy, that's your wife right there. <laughs> yeah, amen. <laughs> Vivian, when he said, I spy, that's your husband right there. You know what I mean? Yes, you did. So, so this is what we have to understand. It's forever because he's eternal. He's the one that's officiating. He's the one that ordained this. He's the one that's in the marriage. He's the one that set it up. It's not supposed Mm -hmm. to end. That's right. Because that means your relationship with him would end. Correct. It's not supposed to happen. Death do us part for a reason. Now, if God called you home, he called you home. That's a different story. But we should not even use the divorce word. Because you're basically speaking death over your relationship. Now, there was no urgency If this is what God had ordained automatically. Do you understand what I'm saying? Other than for us to solidify our commitment and to catch the vision that we're going to have to be productive as one. Amen. See, the left hand can do a lot. But it gets tired, John. Mm. So the right hand does it. Then the left hand said, well, let me do it. Mm -hmm. Then the right hand said, but when we do like this. And then we join hands. Then look, we can carry anything. We can do anything. Then you put two more hands in there because you got two and she got two. Oh, man, we got something going on now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Honey, I didn't know you could move a wheelbarrow like that. Right. (laughs) I didn't know you can handle two like that. carry that that wheelbarrow, yeah. Right. But the thing is, is that you said you're a mechanic. So, you know, she could technically hand hand you a tool so that you can stay in position and do what you need she to do. She has helped me at the shop. Amen. <laughs> well, I received that. Well, you train in Vivian well. I like that. And you make sure you help him so he can get home faster. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but see, that's the beautiful thing. Now these hands that you have that you're using, she's looking out for those hands because those hands are a gift to her as well. Mm-hmm. John, you ought not to do that with the hands, honey. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we got work at the shop. That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? So now we're thinking because not only are those her hands, they're your hands, but they're our hands. Mm. 
And God is looking out to see how you look out for your hands and look out for her hands. It's important if we need this to last. You know what I said? Death to a spark. Now, if we overworking some hands, overworking some backs, overworking some hearts and some minds, then we're going to have a body, which is one flesh that's not balanced. Right. Now, sickness does happen. Things do happen. But that's when that third part comes in. And guess what? He's a healer. <laughs> yes, he yes, is. He, is. <laughs> he could take you from the front of the line and put you in the back of the line, take you from the back of the line, put you in the front of the line. Amen. He can, he can, you know, raise you up out of a dead situation. He could speak life over you. Hmm. See, that's the beautiful thing. That's why we want this three part marriage. See, most folks are just happy with two. They'll just go here in 30 minutes. It's done. We did it. And I'm like, okay. But it don't work. Well, the thing is, if it's eternal, how does that work? Right. With just two. Because the marriage that he set up was before sin entered in. So he was there. And then sin entered in. So we definitely need a Savior. We definitely need Jesus to be a part of our lives and a part of our relationships. Especially somebody that overcame death. Hmm. I don't know anybody that overcame death. I don't know that person. And who wouldn't want a person like that in your marriage? You know what I mean? Oh. I'm just saying, wow. And then when when we go home, you know, we're just passing through. And when we go home, you know, he's at our home. Oh, I do know that person. See? So so who wouldn't want that in their relationship? I want it. Amen. So you see that Jesus even spoke to in the beginning. Because he was there in the beginning when this was all done. You know what I mean? Because it said, let's create man in our image. Okay, so he was there. He was God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. See, the Son always existed. Always been sitting on the right side of the Father. Amen? Amen. So he was there. So he knows how this garden thing went down prior to man falling into sin. Amen? Amen. So it's important. So the thing is, is that... When you look at the Hebrew word for wife and the Hebrew word for husband, they're singular. It's not husbands. It's not wives. People say, well, other people have multiple wives. That wasn't God's choice. Right. Right. Men do what they want to do. But men who follow God do what God commands them to do and teaches them to do. Mm -hmm. Because you want all blessings, not some blessings. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, I, I just love you guys. Did I tell you I love you? <laughs> love, love you too, Nina. I, 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 re- I really do. <laughs> now, let's talk about making marriage last. Now we got what marriage is That's by right. biblical definition. Let's talk about what makes marriage last. I want you to go to Amos 3.3. 3. Now, Vivian, it's your turn. John, you're going to go there and watch it. Make sure she's reading it right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to go to Amos 3.3. 3. Now, I'm talking about the born-again believer. I'm talking about the people who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ following the word of God. This is something for you. And if you're not quite there yet, I, I, I really encourage you to get a relationship so that you can have all the blessings, not some blessings. You know, they're stored up for you in heaven. You don't want to miss out on one good thing that God has for you. So we're looking at Amos 3.3. 3. And uh, I'd like you guys to uh, read that. Uh, Vivian, you're going to go first. Um, chapter 3, verse 3. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, John. Still turning pages. Yeah, there gotta, I am. You, you I'm gotta, there. Okay, you okay. got to check your man out over here. You know, you got to look and see what your man's doing. 
uh now you know what this only gonna happen for a little while then you know you just remember make sure baby are you looking at me are you checking me? are you checking me out always <laughs> <laughs> all righty so amos 3-3 we have a caller we'll catch the caller after this uh verse please be patient with this caller Vivian. can two talk together unless they are agreed john what's the answer to that if they want to Okay. Now, the thing is, is that what this is pertaining to is a person not being a believer. It's very difficult to be in a relationship with you guys being believers with somebody who's not a believer. Hmm. First of all, their ideal of God is not the same ideal that you have. Uh, they don't subscribe to the Lord Jesus Christ. They won't subscribe to the Holy Spirit. You know, there's a triune God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So they won't, you know, subscribe to that. So when we need to settle things and God being ahead of our life and God being in our marriage, what God is that? You know, there's this, that's what it's called to be unevenly yoked. So we're right. going to take the call and that's what it means. It's very hard. Yes, if they want to, but it's best if they both believe like you guys Amen. both believe. Amen. 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 Hello. You're on Save the Lost at All Costs and God oh, bless you. Oh, God bless. Uh, to the marriage couple, uh, congratulations. And always remember this here. When uh, we are one and the Messiah, the Messiah, we're his bride. And sometimes when we are wrong, we have to have the call of us to say, well, you know, I'm sorry. And never forget to tell your bride or your, hus- your husband that when you're wrong, that you're wrong, you apologize. And that Amen. was keep Amen. that cord strong and together. I've been with my bride 43, going on 44 years. Amen. Amen. And Amen I just, to that. I just want to just encourage y'all, and God bless you. Thank All you right. so much, Dollar. Thank you, Elder. We appreciate that, and God bless you and your bride. Amen. Hello, you're on Save the Loss at All Costs, and God bless you. God bless you also. This Vivian and John. Say say hello. <laughs> hello, John. Hello, hey, Joe. What's going on, <laughs> Papa Joe? How you doing? <laughs> We're so glad to hear from you, Joe. Well, I couldn't make it down there, so I thought I would at least call. And wish you to the very, very best. And God bless you all. Well, thank you, Joe. Thank you so much, Joe. We love you. You know that. Likewise, my brother, even more. <laughs> I love you even more. You all right, that. Joe. I- I'm charging you to watch over this couple and make sure that they He's stay the together. Best man. Okay. I'm the best man. So well, I will definitely watch over them. I love them both dearly. Amen. Well, best men need watching too. So somebody going to watch Joe? I'm watching you, Joe. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody's covered. I love that. Well, Joe, I'll be meeting you very soon, sir. And God bless you. And if they chose you as the best man, I know you are the best man. Thank you very, very much, Pastor. I appreciate you. All right. I'm your sister in Christ. You know, a pastor, that's another title. But, you know, I'm your sister in Christ, and I love you. Thank you. Oh, okay. Sister in Christ. I'm your brother in Christ, and I thought I was talking to the pastor. My apologies. No, You go, Joe. No, I'm I'm a minister. I'm a servant, man. Be careful, buddy. I appreciate that, though. But thank you. Some other people call themselves pastor, but, Brother Joe, I'm just a servant. I'm your sister. Well, if nothing else, please send out double prayers for me. Amen. (laughs) All right. We love you. We love you. I love you guys too. Take All right, care. Thank you. All right, later, Joe. All right, Thank bye you. Bye. All right, bye. Amen. <laughs>
I love that guy. Amen. We love him, too. I mean, it's wonderful. I appreciate that. But Vivian and John, I'm not a pastor. I'm a minister. I'm a servant. And I want you to know that. Okay. Well, thank you. So I'm thank here you for clarifying people, that. Because you know, mm-hmm. people want to say, Pat, no, that's not, that's not what God called me to be. I'm a servant. Amen? Amen. So, John, we're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. And when you go to the pastoral uh, epistles, which would be Timothy and Titus, it says that a bishop uh, has to be of one wife. So there's no way that I could be a pastor. Okay. So a bishop is also called a pastor. Okay. So by God's word, I as a woman can't be that. So when you study there, you, you'll, you'll see that. Okay? Amen. And I'm just following the word of God. Uh, we have a caller. Caller, be patient with us. We have some scripture to read. Uh, John is going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Hold on. Get in there. Now thanks be unto God, which always cause... Uh, Are you in 2 Corinthians? Am I in 2 Corinthians? You know, they have 1 Corinthians and you have 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Whoops. It's all right. <laughs> that Vivian was supposed to be reading with you. Hold on, I'm not there yet. Okay. We're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, chapter verse, six. verse 14. <laughs> it's already highlighted. Okay. okay. Why do I got that wrong? Why do I have that wrong? 2 Corinthians, right? Am I close? Here you go. Look at the big one. We're going we're to the big help, one. We're going to help you out here. Okay. Okay, so there's chapter 6. There's Second Corinthians. You want oh, to go to verse 14. That's where I went wrong. It's okay. not a problem. John, we're here. <laughs> we're going to get you straight. So you want to look up in here. So you want to turn, you want to come over here. Right so there's here. 14. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nina. It's not a problem, honey. <laughs> I'm right here with you. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness? So that's what it's saying when we read the first scripture in Amos 3.3. 3. And you say, well, you know, if they want to talk to each other, this is the harmonizing scripture is what communion does light have with darkness? What communion does good have with evil? Believers with non-believers. Because a non-believer will not hear God's voice, nor will it obey it, nor will it listen. It will rebel against that. So if you're a believer in the house and you're married to someone who's an unbeliever, mm-hmm. you have this constantly, 24-7. Mm-hmm. It's not leaving. So that's why God's like, you know what? They can believe. And it's best that they do believe if we're going to have a marriage because God will not be subjected to that that's not of him. Right. Right. And remember, the marriage that you have has three strands and God is one of the strands. Yes, Amen. So, you know, God's like, somebody better get right over here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for waiting, caller. You're on Save the Loss at All Costs and God bless you. Hi. Hello. Hi. I wish you both a very, very happy life together. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, John. This is Steve from Goldstrom. From, from say, where? Say, say again. 
It's me, Steve, from the Gold Company. Uh, oh, Joe. Steve, Steve Gold. Man, we haven't heard from you in a while. Thank you for calling yeah. today. <laughs> I just got back from Europe uh, last night for two, from two weeks. Oh, that was so wonderful you to be on jet lag and call in, Steve. God bless you, brother. <laughs> You're the best, Steve. <laughs> right on, brother. Well, Steve is, uh, he works with God. I mean, this man, I, he helps. He's such a helper. I mean, he's a server, a helper. Uh, Steve is a really wonderful man, and he's, he's a very talented man as well. He's in the mechanical business, such as myself. He's an engineer and, uh, quite popular in the crowd. You know, he's done some amazing things. But, uh, yeah, really good to hear from you, Steve. So will I be seeing him soon? Uh, are you coming, Steve? I have. I, I never received an invitation because I was in Europe. Okay. Well, uh, you're going to be welcome, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm retired now, John. Well, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get close to the vicinity, I'm going to come out and say, "Where's Brother Steve? I want to shake yeah. his hand." He's retired. Let's put him to work. <laughs> Well, it's so wonderful. I know they'll be calling you after the broadcast and catching up. And, Steve, God bless you. Thank you for making it safe. I hope you had a wonderful time. I hope that God has uh, motivated you to do more in your retirement. And uh, we need you, brother. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. All right, Vivian, you have something to say to Brother Steve? I just want to I appreciate you calling in. And so grateful that you still remember us. Oh, yeah. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. You've been, you've been a, you have been a marker in our lives that has kept us on. That is a, was the mustard seed, one of the mustard seeds that helped us get where we Aww, are today. Oh, thank you, Steve. A mustard seed. That's a great <laughs> thing to be. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right. We love you, brother. God bless you. Thank you, Steve. Be careful, John. <laughs> I sure will, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Vivian, you be careful too. I will. <laughs> we love you, and you be careful too, right? Yeah, and you I'll be careful, be careful Steve. too. Everybody be careful. All right. All Thank right. you, brother Steve. You're welcome. All right. Bye bye. Hey, man, that was wonderful him for him to call. I, that was Straight really, really was wonderful. Look for at him you to guys call. motivating yeah. people, yeah. brother John. You're going to go to the book of Ephesians, okay? And I got the big one here. And you're going to go to chapter 5, and you're going to read verses 25 through 31. So we're going to make sure that uh, Vivian gets there. So you're going to start at verse 25. You know, you this is where you're going to be looking. What? Where are we oh, right here? 24. Okay, so you need to go over. One more. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, this type of Bible is a study Bible. You have the commentary and the studying yeah. at the bottom, and you have the scripture at the top. I better get so I, 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 I enjoy one. this. Yeah. So that when I'm going down the wrong trail, I can look down there. I say, oh, this is what God meant. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> right. okay. it's important, okay. you know. I have an opinion, but God wants us to say what he meant by his word. Okay. See, okay. that's called that's exegeting. Right. And when you give your opinion, that's called isogeting. You know what I mean? Like you right. isolate you by yourself. Right. And it's important to exegete because that's what God wants you to pull out of the scriptures. Right. And then um, you also want to use a concordance because that will uh, either render the Greek or 
render the Hebrew because they have it for the original language. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew and the New Testament was written in Greek. So a lot of people want to say what words mean, but I caution them and say study in the original language so that you can understand exactly what God was saying. There's an audience that he's speaking to. Right. Well, that just makes sense, right? So it's important. It's just like uh, you being a mechanic, there are certain types of tools if you're working on a European type of engine. Right. Which are totally different from an American. Right. And then there's a metric system that right. you have you to get into. Right. If you use a standard into. wrench on a metric right. application, you might strip and, that and, out. It's right. It's not going to work. So exactly. Right. It takes training and studying and still because things are coming out new all the time. That's correct. And now we have electric cars. Okay. Right. So, John, you're, you're very busy. You're a young man. You've got to, got to get all this stuff in there. Right. So so the thing is, is that don't be so rigid that you can't learn something and understand something. It's important Amen. that we understand the language. You know, this is a woman. Women speak different languages than men. This they is do. a man. They speak different languages. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the thing is, is that because we have different essence and functions. Hmm. However, when we're one flesh, John, you have to know her essence and function. You have to know John's essence and function, okay? Amen. So you got to do some discipleship. And God created man so he could tell you all about man. You know God created woman for you so you know. Right. He, he got you covered, bro. Right. No, he did. And he sent <laughs> me a good one. Well, praise God. So we're looking at Ephesians chapter 5, and we're looking at verses 25 through 31, and you're reading from the New King James Version. John, I need you, when you're reading a verse, say verse 25, read the verse, and then t- verse 26. Okay. Okay, so that way, honey can stay with you. Okay. And the listeners can stay with you, and okay. I can stay with you. <laughs> All right. Because when you're teaching somebody mechanics, you tell ah, them what type step of... Step by step. And what wrench, what right. size, what this is for. Okay. So you get that. It's, a, okay. it's about just being a good okay. teacher. Right, right. No, I believe he's a, he's that great, wholeheartedly. He's a All great right. teacher. Thank you, Nina. All right. No, well, thank you, Brother John. You are so learned. Uh, so we're uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 through 31. Chapter 25, husbands. Verse 25. Verse 25, thank you. See, you you almost have somebody turning pages. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) All right. It's not a problem. I do it all the time, John. I want you to know, Dale looks at me like, you were on chapter (laughs) 5. True strength is in being corrected. Help me, Holy Spirit, and thank you, Dale. (laughs) Thank you. This is what this is about. This is what the process is about. We need help. We need people to be accountable. We need people to be engaged. Amen. So Amen. I want you to know by you being like this, this is going to be awesome for you and Vivian. I love this. I know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's very special, actually. I I, I I feel so blessed. Well, good. I'm, I'm blessed, too. <laughs> so Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Verse 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with a washing of water by the word. Verse 27, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Verse 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives as they as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. 
first. Slow down. I think you better say that again. <laughs> he. What verse is that again? <laughs> that was verse 28. All right. Slow down. Make him take a breath, Vivian. Now you can just. Uh... <laughs> okay. Verse 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. See, ought to love their own wives. Don't be loving somebody else's wives. Right. Amen. Right. They're very specific. As their own body. (laughs) So how are you going to love somebody else's wife as your own body? You'd be like, John, over here, (laughs) over here. When you see me, you should see your own body. And when you, when he sees you and you see him, it should be the same. So the thing is, you can't be against yourself, John. That's right. what the scripture is saying. Mm-hmm. And for you to go against your wife, right, My. is to go against your own body mm-hmm. in your own home. That's what creates division. Right. Then children line up with whoever's winning that day. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> All bad. See, it's like uh, mom is winning. Let me get over here with mom, dad. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not yeah, happening for you yeah. today. And you're like, how did this happen? I thought I was like, you know, the guy. <laughs> so it's important. And say, babe, you got to love me. This is your body over here. Yep. You know, when she's got that plate, John, let me tell you something. Mm. Honey, we eat on plates. We eat on plates. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the meaning, the original meaning of the right. plate. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. He who loves his wife loves himself. Amen. Amen. Verse 29, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. Verse 30, for we are members of his body. For we are members of his body, Mm -hmm. of his flesh and of his bones. Verse 31. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. How many times have we seen that over and over and over? We saw at least three times that one flesh. You guys got to get that. Now, Mm -hmm. I need you to go to the book of Revelation. It's the last book in the Bible. We are going to go to chapter 19. And we're going to look at verses 7 through 9. Again, Revelation chapter 19, verses 7 through 9. See, Jesus commands a man to love his wife as he loves the church. And the church is the ecclesia. It's the called out ones. It's the people. It's not an address. You know, buildings close. They burn down. Things happen. People leave the building. They get upset. But we are the people. And he created us. And when we become in fellowship with him, he inhabits us. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So that's why he said men, husbands in particular, you have made a commitment. You have made a vow. And God is your witness. He is in it. He has ordained it. Love your wife as I love the church. You got to understand that, John. Mm, Amen. And when you start slipping, or when you start slipping, God be like, love lives here. Because I live here. Amen. Amen. God is love and love is God. So people like, I don't know why I love him. He had me so upset. (laughs) (laughs) Love is God. I love that one. Because God is merciful. And he gives us the grace to endure. 
And we should let patience work its perfect thing. And then we lack for what? Nothing. Amen. That's right. So it's okay when, you know, marriages have issues. That's not a bad thing. Because I don't know anybody who smooths out issues more than God. Right. Amen. Amen. So he is a, a smith. A blacksmith, and you want a blacksmith. You don't want a grinder. Grinder just grinds <laughs> right, you down. Right, right. A blacksmith heats it up, and he gets all the imperfections out mm. of the metal until the reflection of the metal. You can see yourself. Who wouldn't want a smith like that? And when he's finished <laughs> with that, puts his signature on that. Unguard, it's ready. Amen. Right, amen. Who did that? You you noticed the handiwork, huh? God refined this. Right. Right? Love it. Uh, so we're at Revelation chapter 17, and excuse me, 19, and we're looking at verses 7 through 9. And you're in the New King James Version. Is that correct, Vivian? Yes, I am. All right, bless us. Verse 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. Verse 8. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in a fine in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Verse 9. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are called to the, to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. Amen. Verse 10. And seven through nine, seven through nine. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) But do you see that what Jesus is saying about the church and that he's the groom and that he's coming and that he's here and this is the whole purpose. It's always been a covenant. It's always been a marriage. And God that I want you to know is about the agape love. There are four different types of love, but the agape love represents God. God is selfless, sacrificial, unconditional, and the highest form of love. There's none greater than him. So you have to understand that's what you have in the marriage. It's unconditional, it's selfish, it's sacrificial, and it's the highest of the most high. I'm so glad that you guys have chose me uh-huh. to bear witness to the union of your blessed souls. Thank you. Yes. For Thank you for us. coming on the ministry today and blessing people. We love you and God bless. And John and Vivian, go forth and do great <laughs> things in the kingdom. Yeah. Love you. Amen. <laughs> It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit field, live called in, weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, 
please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is... 335852 North Las Vegas 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Costs Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, And don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.